0: Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow clubfoot mom, Maureen Hoff. In honor of the holiday season, I wanted to do a podcast about gift giving for clubfoot cuties. So, if anybody knows me personally, you know that I'm a pretty big holiday celebrator. So, we personally celebrate celebrate Christmas, and it's a really big deal in my house. So, Meaning that all of our decorations go up November 1st. Okay, so that's how big of a celebrator we are. Um, I have, my entire basement is just full of Christmas decorations. So I thought that it would be cute to do something where we just tell you guys some ideas that you can get for Clubfoot Cuties at different stages of treatment. And I wanted to get it out before really the all of the crazy shopping commences so that you could pass along to family and friends if you're interested. So he, I'm going to start with the diagnosed clubfoot, but not born yet, okay? So you've received the diagnosis that your child is going to have a clubfoot or both and you are still pregnant and you want to give people ideas about the different things that you can get for Christmas or the holidays. So I think, One of the big things for us was leg warmers. We really liked leg warmers for us with the plaster cast and her being bilateral, having a bunch of different types of leg warmers was just a cute way to kind of dress her up and to keep protect the cast and protect the cast from bumping into themselves. I've talked about that in the past, but I think there's lots of cute leg warmers that people can get you or that you can buy for your own unborn baby as kind of preparation for that casting experience. I think that um, the MBA swaddle is a really good gift idea for babies that are going to be born. It was such a lifesaver for us, and it's a swaddle that is really usable throughout multiple phases of the first part of treatment. And so it's a good idea of a gift for somebody who might be worried about what type of swaddle or sleeping arrangements their baby's going to be able to be in in casts. I think there are these amazing Clubfoot milestone cards that you can get. So we all know about the milestone cards, like the one month, two month, right? Um, Setting up. I mean, I wasn't a huge milestone picture taker just because honestly, I could never get my stuff together in order to actually make that happen. But I like the idea of it. And there are specific ones for Clubfoot that have first rolled over in my boots and bar, first cast, um first boots and transition to boots and bar, decreased wear, like all the things that are specifically geared for clubfoot. And I think those would be really cute to buy somebody before their child is born. I think when there is a diagnosis of clubfoot and there is, you're waiting for the baby to be born, there's a lot of unknown that parents are dealing with. What What kind of things should I buy? What... What is going to work for my baby? Is this going to be significantly different? So anything that you can think of that can help bring just a little bit of um, comfort and joy to the person, I think is really helpful. Um, things I would steer away for her from are anything that are shoe related. Like we got a lot of baby shoes and I was like, well, these are useless because she was never going to be able to wear them. Right. I mean, I'm sorry if this offends anybody, but I really think baby shoes are useless in general. I'm My <laughs> baby's not walking, and if I want my baby to have warm feet, I'll just put socks on. So that really never made a whole lot of sense to me, but when people bought her, like, little cute sandals or something like that, it was almost just more difficult for me to take in because I was like, okay, well, she's never going to use these. Might as well give them away, and then... The same with um, footed pajamas. You know, those are super cute. And the zip-up ones, and they're adorable. And honestly, my older two girls lived in them. Like, they were just like regular clothes. They weren't just pajamas. And so, but receiving those from people, especially people who knew that she was going to be born with clubfoot, was hard to digest sometimes because it felt like, kind of like a dagger, like, oh, okay, well, she's never going to be able to wear these, so I don't know why you bought these for me. I might as well just give them away to somebody else. So I think it's just about being aware of what the treatment is going to be like if you are gift-giving to someone who is going to be having a clubfoot baby. Think about the things that might be helpful to them, but also think about the things that maybe wouldn't be helpful and actually might cause more anxiety than what you're trying to achieve with the gift. I think one of the things that's kind of in between and it depends on the parent is the footprint mold. I've seen some amazing molds of uh, Clubfoot Cutie's feet before they go into casting And I just feel like that's such an incredible keepsake. Now, I'm on the other side of the whole casting experience. So for me, I think it sounds really cool. But I can also understand that if maybe it was given to me before my baby was born or um, before we had gone through the casting treatment, I don't know if I would have felt the same about it. Like it was cool, but I'm... I will tell you that one of my regrets was not getting enough pictures of her feet, not doing, not, I mean, we had professional newborn photos taken and she didn't, we didn't have any of the professional photos taken with her feet out. And um, I really regret that because now I wish I had those pictures and not just because I work within the clubfoot community and it'd be nice to have more photos to access, but because I just wish I would have not looked at it as something that I should hide or feel ashamed of. So the footprint mold might be something that you bring up to somebody or purchase, but then talk to them about before you give it to them. Or when you do give it to them, you explain, hey, listen, I listened to this mom and she thought that this was really great. If it's not something that you're interested in, no hard feelings on my end. I just wanted to give you the option so that you are at least bringing some awareness to the fact that maybe they don't want that. Um, I think there's a bunch of super cute themed onesies. Uh, There are a bunch on Etsy and I remember my older brother bought us some and just had them shipped to us and I didn't know who they were from and they came in the mail and one said like um, a little bit chubby and a little bit clubby. And... I can't remember what the other one said, but I remember he was nervous because he was like, oh, I hope she doesn't get offended by this, but I didn't. I thought they were so cute, and we uh, ended up putting her in them a lot and taking pictures of her in them, and so there were a bunch of really cute themed onesies, and onesies were great at every stage of the treatment for your cutie, so that's something that's easy to purchase, that's really cute, but also functional for them. I know there are some that say like straight out of cast, which are super cute and um, like superheroes wear boots. So I would just search on that to see what kind of um, theme would fit your parent and their personality. There are also clubfoot treatment journals that are on Etsy um, that you can purchase for parents that are specifically geared towards the clubfoot treatment journey. There's also, um one that Betsy Miller wrote which is really great that you can purchase on Amazon that kind of help parents it's kind of I think of it like a baby book but more as geared towards clubfoot um there's a lot of things that happen within that first year that are outside of what a typical development is that are really important for clubfoot development and so to be able to kind of have that journal Um, might be a really good way for parents to commemorate their experience and also work through whatever feelings that they're having at the moment. Um, There's also a really awesome Clubfoot Awareness poster that I think is through um, the Canadian Clubfoot Society that's like a picture of some hands with the feet inside of it. And I think that you can get it in like a poster frame. So it could be something that you could put in the nursery or something special for them. So there's a lot of things that you can Google on um, Etsy or just availability for that. And I think those are all things that can be really good for parents who are adjusting to the new diagnosis, but also are looking for cute things that'll work for their baby. Now, I think babies that are moving into Boots and & Bar and are going to be in extended wear, there's a bunch of stuff. Obviously, you guys heard from my, if you listen, um, my 26th Avenue Clubfoot Essentials podcast with Brooke Keller and her website and the things that she makes for that are clubfoot accessories are just incredible. Obviously, you guys know if you listen to the episode, I'm a huge fan of hers. And I'm a huge fan of what she does. And not just because of the things that she creates and the quality of those items, but just because the purpose behind it. Um, she really is like a one-stop shop about all clubfoot needs for that sort of thing. So I think there are some great things that you can purchase through her for the holiday season for babies that are out of the cash but are moving into Boots & Bar. I think the obvious one is bar covers. Everybody loves a bar cover. It's nice to have different uh, different options for the bar covers. So uh, we changed them out a lot when she was younger and people when we were out and about and people could see it. It was just kind of a cool way for her to, or for us even, to bring some awareness to what she was doing, but also kind of, it was like an extra accessory that most babies didn't get to have. So we love that. Um, And you can, you know, personalize them, you can embellish them, you can add taggies to them, you can figure out the foam aspect of it. And honestly, if you're somebody who's not a clubfoot parent, and you're listening to this, trying to get ideas about what to buy for um, somebody in your life who has a child with clubfoot, and you're like, I don't know what kind of thickness I should be or how long it should be. I would say, email Brooke. She will help you figure out what it is that you um, to make it the most successful for you. She's extremely helpful and really communicative. So, if you do have questions, you're like, I have nowhere to, no idea where to even start. I would start by sending her an email. Twenty uh, Sixth Avenue also has. Boot covers, which are like little shoes that have the that can go over the boots, which are great for babies who are super interested in the boots and parents who want to keep them on, but also to keep them warm if you're living in a cold environment through the winter, and it's just another accessory that you can put on as well. Uh, a new one that we didn't have any experience with, but we just did was the boot charms, which are like little different pieces of fabric that you can put onto the boots. And those are also just keepsakes. Like it's something that you can put on or not put on, but they're keepsakes that you can have and that the clubfoot parent and child can have moving forward. Personally, my clubfoot cutie loves her. She doesn't wear hers on her boots just because she's picky about it, but she loves having them as like, these are my boot charms. So I think those are great too. I think there's socks. Parents always need socks, right? In Boots and Bar, they need different socks. And a lot of us need socks that are expensive and outside of our normal sock wear. Uh, That is also very cutie dependent. But if you know that they're using expensive socks, you can go the extra mile and purchase socks for them. It might be kind of tricky trying to figure out sizing, so it might be something that you need to talk to your clubfoot parent about before you purchase them, but there are different socks available. There are the new MDO socks that they just came out with. There are the Black Robin socks through Kidfoot, and then there's Smart Knit socks. All of those are at different price points, but above what a normal sock would be, and so I think it's a good idea to be able to purchase socks. And even if you buy bigger, it's something that they can grow into over time. I would say with an asterisk on that, make sure that you check to see what type of socks they're wearing because different cuties need different socks. And so if you purchase socks that are expensive, but maybe don't work for that cutie, then that might be kind of a waste of money. So just check in to see kind of what, you can do that covertly too, you know, just kind of check to see what, if you have access to the Clubfoot Cutie, what kind of socks that they're wearing. There's usually some sort of logo or something on it that signifies what kind of sock it is. I also think because it's the holiday season, there are super cute Clubfoot ornaments available. I think it's really important for representation for kids as they get older to be able to have something that's specific about their journey that's exciting to put on the tree my cutie is four and a half now and she is super pumped was super pumped about putting ornaments on the tree obviously we already have ornaments up it's past November 1st so um it but she was really excited about the ornaments and especially the ornaments that were specific to her you know like baby's first christmas all of that stuff but if we have one that's in particular to specific to her clubfoot treatment it's just an extra thing that she'll be able to identify with and that's special for the holidays for her i also think that babies in extended wear there are some things that parents could utilize, which is different, um, different carriers. So a carrier didn't work for our cutie. She just never liked any of them. And I don't know whether that was because of Boots and Bar or also just because that was just her personality. So, um, but you could check in and see if there is a carrier because those are expensive and, um, They can be really helpful for parents that are in that stage of boots and bar because babies really want to be held. But You also, it allows you to be hands-free. So I would check with your parents about whether they're using one or if they've heard. There's a bunch of recommendations. There's a whole Clubfoot group that's specific on Facebook to baby wearing. So you could go on there and ask which ones have been successful if you don't want the parent to know what present you're getting. I think that's another option that's pricey for parents that is, but would also be really useful in a lot of ways. Now, I think uh, let's move on to kind of the toddler stage, right? So you have a Clubfoot cutie who's two, three, four, and you're trying to think of some ideas that will not just be like the normal toys, but are something that Clubfoot specific. And these are some things that I think would be helpful. So I think there's, uh, there's something called the dorsing ramp, which I know is available. I'm not really sure about where it's available at this point, but it's made so that when you're standing, you have dorsiflexion on their ankles, which is a really important part of clubfoot treatment long-term, is especially for parents, making sure that your child maintains a good dorsiflexion. So there are those dorsi ramps. They are a little bit pricey, um, but you can use them for when they're standing brushing their teeth or they're standing at the counter. My cutie used one of those standing towers at the kitchen counter for years because she was always wanting to be part of the action, whatever we were doing. Obviously, if you know, i love the holidays. I also love to bake. So we, I bake a lot of cookies over the holiday season. So she would stand there with me and it's just a good opportunity for her to stand with the dorsiflexion. Now, if you don't want to do the dorsi ramp, the other option that we ended up purchasing was like a standing wedge, just from amazon it was like a wood it's like a wooden um stretching wedge that you can has different levels of height that you can adjust through it and i think that was actually really helpful for her when we were going through a point where we couldn't do manual stretches for her so it's another option for her to stand that as well um our cutie really loves the balance beam. We have one that is soft and just goes on the floor and she loves to walk on that, practice her balance, practice her foot mobility and ours is rainbow, of course. And so it's a cute idea and they're not super expensive, but it's both fun and is adding as an activity that will help stretch and build strength within the club foot. I think um, a toddler bike. So a lot, a really popular one is the Strider bike. Um, we never really had a whole lot of success personally with the Strider bike, but I do think that whatever you can do to kind of get them moving in a bike fashion. Um, we had one that was like not really a Strider, but similar, but younger, and they have these different um, different levels of bikes. And that's really good for flexibility, strength, and mobility too. So if there is some sort of bike that they can utilize, honestly, we had one that we let her ride around the house in because it was whatever we were using to do the stretching through her play was important to us. So I think it's a good gift for Toddlers at that age that you can really find at any age. So, one that works for 18 months, all the way up until a bigger one that will work for a four year old or a five year old. I think special pajamas are really cool. My cutie has always really loved them. Even the footsie pajamas that people got her. For Christmas, most of the time, my family would ask ahead of time and say, are these available? Is this okay? And I would let them know, yes, because we would personally just cut off the bottom of them. And so she still got to have the footsie pajamas, but we uh, kind of eliminated the issue with it by just cutting it off at the ankle. And then she would use the little bottoms as what she called slippers. So then she had matching slippers when she didn't have her boots and bar on. And I think her being able to wear, uh, you know, kind of zip up pajamas in a way that she didn't before made her feel really special. And she loved all of the special pajamas that she got. Honestly, she still loves pajamas to this day. It's like her top thing of what she loves to wear. Um, And so I think whatever you can do to make them feel special is awesome especially when they have more knowledge of what's happening where they're developmentally realizing what their gifts are and going like oh we got you these because we thought they'd be great for your boots and bar and to help them feel special and feel like they you see what their journey is and that you're trying to get something special for them uh i think clubfoot books are really great too uh ones that have representation about uh, the clubfoot journey and Boots and Bar. So a couple of my favorites are my boots. I like Pete's Neat Feet. Um, The author was on this podcast earlier. And One in 1000. And I really love Boots and Barnyard Boogie. That's a personal favorite of our cuties. I really like the rhyming in it and this whole idea that the animals wear the boots and bar too. And it made... My Cutie just really liked that book in particular. So I think any books that have representation that you can give, I think those are all great for toddlers to help them feel like they're not alone in their journey and that they have different people in different parts of their lives that are representing what it is like to have Clubfoot so that they see themselves in that There are also uh, boots and bar that you can get for stuffed animals. There's one on Etsy called Brace Buddy, which you can buy, and it's like a little boots and bar that you can put on a stuffed animal. We actually just used our own little boots and um, and bar and put that on to stuffies when we were uh, when my cutie kind of got to that age. But I really like this idea for the stuffed animal. It's softer. It's not these big. It's not the boots with all the buckles. It's easier for them to don and doff, which uh, I just think is really fun for them to have a stuffy that has the same sort of uh, device that they're using. There's a really cool um, website or Etsy shop called mad funds, which does clubfoot specific things as well as other things, but they have these clubfoot cutie superhero stickers and I think those are worth looking at for kiddos that really love stickers. And my cutie has a bunch of different stickers that are Clubfoot related within, like on her water bottle and all over her stuff because it's something that's representative of her experience and she really relates to it. And so she's proud to put those things on her water bottle. So I think that's a good idea if you, if your cutie's older um, another one from 26th Avenue is the custom sleep sacks. So you kind of transition out of the M-bay swaddles and parents are always looking for s- sleep sacks that are big enough and wide enough at the bottom in order to accommodate the boots and bar. And Brooke offers custom made sleep sacks with different fabrics and will adjust the width for you. I think that's super cool and a really unique gift that maybe parents wouldn't buy themselves, but that you could purchase for the cutie in some sort of fabric that you know the cutie will love. Some ideas for parents of Clubfoot Cuties is again, that Mad Funds. There's an Etsy store um, and they have their Instagram Instagram handle is clubfootcutiesus, and they have all different various things of clubfoot mom shirts, sweatshirts, cups, mugs, all these different ideas for parents to represent that they are a clubfoot parent. I'm personally wearing my clubfoot mom sweatshirt right now. I've joked a lot about it on social media that I wear it all the time, but the truth is I do. And um, I get a lot of compliments on them. So it's something to look for for the parents, too, if you want to buy something for parents. It's just a cute, fun idea for them. I think another one from Brooke with 26th Avenue is the Boots and Bar travel bag for parents. Uh, it's a it's a travel bag that's specific to the Boots and Bar. Um, I think it's great when you're traveling. I never pack our Boots and Bar in our... Um, in our luggage, uh, that we are checking, I always make sure that I bring it on the plane with me because I don't want anything to happen and have any issues with losing it or having, I want it with me. So this is just something that you can specifically use for that. So these are all just some ideas that you guys can have. Obviously this is not a comprehensive list. I'm sure there's a bunch more ideas out there. These are just things that I came up with for you guys to kind of as a jumping off point for to get your holiday shopping started. So if you found this episode helpful and you want to pass it along, this is an episode that honestly might be more helpful to parent, the extended family of Clubfoot cuties rather than just the parents. So if you think of some of these ideas are good, pass it along and have um, uh, your parents pay attention to it and or whoever it is that's buying gifts for you. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you need to get in contact with me, you can do so through my website at maureenhoff.com or through my Instagram account at clubfootchroniclesmom. Until next time.